Welcome to the Bookkeepers. I'm Coco. And Katie. Welcome back. Today we are going to talk about graphic novels and some of our favorites. Yeah, I I don't think enough people uh, give graphic novels like a chance. Yeah, I started reading them more because both of my boys were into them a lot, more so than just like typical chapter books. And so I started reading them with them and then I realized like oh my gosh why have I not been reading graphic novels like this whole time there's like middle grade ones young adult adult like yeah there's graphic novels for everybody I think the thing I like about graphic novels the most is like it's always like fast paced and most of the time they're always fun yeah and I love art like very passionately so it just like makes sense that I should combine two of my loves which is you know reading and artwork yeah I I think the art is always fun because you can get some of that like show don't tell which you know is something they talk about in writing when you write a book you have to show the description or what your character is doing instead of writing it and in a graphic novel that's very easy to do Yeah, it is. And graphic novels, though, they're complex in the sense that you have people that typically you have an author and you have an illustrator and you might even have like a cartoonist or a colorer. Yep. You know, you have, it's like a big collaboration and it's not only like whenever I read them, I judge it based off the plot and the characters and like how smooth the transition is between panels as well as the art. Yeah, absolutely. I think that graphic novels get like a bad rap because it's considered, I don't know, just not as, well, just not as like a plot or doesn't have like advanced, um, you know, word choice or things like that, you know, concepts even. But like, man, we've read some that are like, heart-wrenching, (laughs) thought-provoking, changed my life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've I've loved them. I've fallen in love, and now, like, I read them even before the kids do now. And there's some that I've read that they haven't read, but it's, like, a new obsession. And I feel like they're a great, like, palate cleanser Mm. for someone like myself who reads a lot of, like, heavy fantasy books to, like, read in between other books, you know, because it's, like, quick. It kind of, like, refreshes you. You can switch up genres pretty easy, whether it's, like, a contemporary graphic novel or a fantasy graphic novel or Yeah, because when you're reading, like, a lot of heavy, you know, 400-page word books, it can get very, like, your eyes almost hurt from reading steady sentences over and over and over again. But visual helps your brain to slow down. And it's it definitely pulls you out and lets you relax a little bit, but still read. Exactly. All right, so what are we going to kick off? What graphic novel do we want to tell the people about? Um, well, I think we should go with uh, Raven and Beast Boy. Yes. So that's Teen, Teen Titans, Raven, and then Teen Titans, Beast Boy. That's two, but they're like in a series together by Cami Garcia. Yeah, so there's Raven, there's Beast Boy, and then there's 
Beast Boy, and Raven. Which comes out September 2021. Yes, which can't wait. Um, I know, these, me too. These graphic novels are so, so beautiful. They are. I really like it, too, because the first one is Raven, and the color purple is associated with her character in Teen Titans. Which, I mean, Teen Titans, if you're a parent, I'm sure you know, it's like a big cartoon that a lot of kids love. But this is more of like, it's not cartoony, it's like teenage kids. It's like, yeah. And, um, but purple's associated with Raven. So like the illustrations on this one is more of like mostly white with like hues of purple throughout the whole book. And then Beast Boy, his color association is green. And so his book is mostly white with green hues throughout all of the illustrations. So I really liked how they did that. And I'll be curious to what Beast, the, the next one, which is Beast Boy Loves Raven, um, what, what its color palette is. It's probably going to be a mix, and it's going to be beautiful. (laughs) Yes. And, like, I want to know, like, are they going to continue it for all of the Teen Titans? I'm just really here for it. Like, I was never a huge fan of of the Titans. I would love a Robin graphic novel. (laughs) Just all of it. I'm just here for it as soon as I finish it. So I loved Raven because Raven had, like, New Orleans witchy vibes. Mm -hmm. It was epic everything because you kind of get a little backstory like you watch the cartoons or if you know like the old comics or anything like that you you don't get a whole lot of backstory on raven but this gives you like a good little bit of backstory yeah because the cartoons it's like you have this group of friends which are the teen titans and you go on their adventures so this is before they meet each other and how they become into their powers and then Beast Boy was so cute because he's just like adorable. He's a he's a vegetarian and he's just like an awkward teen and like Seminole. trying to be cool, trying to have friends. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> he's so sweet. I love him. I definitely would be his best friend. I'll say that these are two that my boys both read and they both love. And I had no kidding, like last night was it? I told him that I had some graphic novels that I picked up from the library. And they were like, oh, cool. And they were like, when's Beast Boy Loves Raven come out? And I was like, I'm so glad y'all love that. It comes out in September. <laughs> so cute. So cute. We're all hyped. Um, I also like the author of, is it just Raven or does she do all of them? She did both of them. Cami yeah. Garcia. She's like super cool. She is. We um, She's usually involved in the book festivals that we follow, which is Y'all Fest in Charleston and Y'all West in California. Um, and she's almost always on a panel. And we, so we've seen her with some of the virtual festivals, too. And she she is. She's like that cool mom, right? Like she has such great stories about her kids and her teens. And I think that's why she writes really great teens. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Um, let's see. What's another one we like? Uh, okay, so this one's a kind of a, well, I guess they're kind of all newer, but Heartstopper. We just read this one. <laughs> oh, so there is currently four out. I've read three. I've read one and a half. <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> and that's all I need to read to know that it's forever got a place in my heart. It is so sweet. It's like a contemporary graphic novel, and it's set in 
Is it set in Britain or the UK? Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's about two teen boys, one who they both go to an all boys school and one of the boys is out as gay and he befriends another boy who is believed to be heterosexual, but kind of starts questioning his sexuality as he develops feelings for the other boy, but they are just friends how it all starts out. And it's a story about them too throughout uh netflix is picking it up uh, or will be putting it out as a tv series and it's gonna be so good oh that is do we know like any more details like when no but i just stalk the instagram page and like i get like all sorts of like goosebumps every time i see anything um but the boys names in it are uh charlie and nick right yes Yes, oh my gosh, I'm just, I was like, so died. excited. This would make such a cute show. And it, I'm telling you right now, guys, it is going to be like a top seller on Netflix or however they rank it, whatever. It's going to be oh, trending. Yeah, Everyone's going to be talking sure. about it. Yeah, like it's like what people want. Oh, yeah. it's so cute. And, and again, this one kind of the illustrations remind me a little bit similar to the one we just talked about because it's mostly a white coloring with hints of like this like soft green color and a soft pink color. Yeah, and I think like this graphic novel really for me does a great job of showing like what I mean whenever like features and the way that a person like their eyes move or something like that just displays their like intentions their feelings this one does a really good job of that because there's a couple pages that you can even flip through where there's no dialogue happening it's only pictures and only graphic and your your heart completely understands what is being said in these moments yeah you're right it does it conveys like emotion it's like yes. you're like oh my gosh he's he's embarrassed or he's nervous like she capsulates it this one too is illustrated by the author so yeah it's alice and illustrated uh, alice Osman, Osman. i think is her name yes yeah her instagram also if you're not following her you should it's super cute she's like an adorable person Ugh, okay that one's great Oh, great. The, okay, the next one um, is one that you have read that I have not read. Oh, yeah. Diana, Princess of the Amazons. Yes. Yeah, this one's super cute. The illustrations. This one's a little more um, young. Like, uh, like I'd say grade. this is like younger middle grade. Um, but if you okay. like Marvel and like DC and like all those kind of stories, like you're definitely going to get some feelings with this one. This is just about like life in the Amazon with uh, a young Diana before she's Wonder Woman. And it's just like about her life and how she's like, um, I'm trying to think of what exactly happens. It was a while ago when I read this one, but it's really just about her like trying to make friends and because she's the only kid and mm -hmm. she's obviously like <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> So she has all these like powers and things she can do and it's just about learning to like accept yourself and it's very, very beautiful. <coughs> and it's like that this, sounds cute. Uh female empowerment. So like I always am in support of one that is like strong female. There's nobody stronger than Wonder Woman. Yes. This one seems really cute. I think it's kind of like maybe even 
part of a series. I don't know. I remember seeing the cover for it. And for some reason, I was thinking that perhaps it was part of a series. Uh, maybe. I have not uh, checked that one out. I'd have to find out. I'll see if I can find out what it is. And then the next one is one that I've read that you haven't read. And it's more, I don't know if it's for everyone, but it's called Mary's Monster by Lita Judge. And I, especially every fall, but I am really obsessed with Mary Shelley, the author of Frankenstein. Yeah, you couldn't stop talking about this when you read it. I remember. I remember spending like two hours on the phone with you and you just like would not stop talking about this graphic novel. Yes, yes. I went like one one year, I just got really deep into like biographies about Mary Shelley and there's um, a young adult biography that is like my favorite but I read a few anyways I was just immersed in like the life of Mary Shelley and she is just like one of the earliest yeah she's one of the earliest feminist I mean she is just fascinating like her life story itself is like a book <laughs> like she right. went through like a lot of trauma she went through I mean heartbreak and passion and love and like a whirlwind of a life she lived like by the time she was like 28 right like she lived a chaotic and crazy life and it kind of has some dark and creepy elements to it which I'm just like here for so I just got really like fixated on her and her story and then I came across this graphic novel um what's really cool about it is that it uses her own writing. So all of the words in this graphic novel are, are excerpts from her own writing. Okay. So all the words are hers. And then they, the illustrations are very like gothic and dark and creepy. Oh, it's beautiful. It's like black and white, like watercolor almost or sketches. Um, I'm going to have and, to put a hold in for this one on my library right now. Cause I need it. <laughs> Yes. And it tells her biography using her own words. It tells her life story. Which so, is crazy. Which is crazy. So I would be curious, like, because you haven't read all of her biographies, like what you would think of it. Because when I read it, I was very familiar with all of her stories. And I'm like, wow, they nailed it. Nailed it. It's Oh, I remember also, like, getting like just the, the fact that she like uh, kept up with all these like short words essentially that just happened in different parts of her life. That's kind of crazy too. Yeah, and I mean, it just shows the research of the author, Lita Judge, that she read through all of Mary Shelley's works and pulled out like this matches this part of her timeline and this matches this part. And she like sat there just like artistically. You're like she constructed and put all these in order because they're from different pieces. And it's like, wow, Mary Shelley told us her own life story, whether she meant to or not. So I'm going to just like string it together for the readers and add in illustrations. Yeah. That's really, really, really cool. It's so cool. Yeah. I totally nerded out about it when I got it. And then I was like taking pictures because I don't own a copy, which I need to buy a copy because I'm like taking pictures of all of it. But I like, I like that kind of stuff. So that's why I said this is a really cool graphic novel if you're into that, that kind of stuff. thing. Yeah. yeah um, so the next one on our list is, um, oh, this one's so cute. So cute. Book Love. Yes, by Debbie Tung. 
Yes, this one is just like, we'll give you all the fills. Mm-hmm. So this one differs a little bit from all of our other ones because it doesn't follow like a specific plot, but it's more of like comic panels, like a big collection of like comic panels about a book lover. Which and like, if, how can you not love it? Yeah, like if you're listening to this podcast, you would like this book because it's about people who love books that you know you're just gonna, every podcast. time you turn a page you're gonna be like oh that's me oh that's me again oh, okay way to call me out <laughs> it's so cute i would even bet that most of you have probably seen a few of the panels from this book like shared oh, on definitely. social media like you've like as soon as you look it up you're like oh i've seen you know something like this before it's this book it's so cute. I would check if you have um, Hoopla, which is available through some libraries, but that's where I actually found a copy of it was through Hoopla, um, through my library. So you could check there. Oh, it's the cutest. You're going to resonate with all the pages, guaranteed. Yeah. It's for, it was written and designed and illustrated for people like us. Yes the cutest I actually so I borrowed it from Hoopla and then I was at Books a Million and they had it in the clearance section for like three dollars and I about like lost it I was like oh and Derek's like what <laughs> I was like I just read this on Hoopla and I loved it and I have to buy it so I bought it of course <laughs> yeah I just remember you like blowing up my phone and then you were like I was like at some point I was like just stop sending it to me I'll go get the book <laughs> Yeah, no, I was like, look at this one. Oh, look at this one. Look at this. One. You're like, okay, BRB. <laughs> go download Let me just it. Go read it with you. Okay, chill. <laughs> it was so perfect. <laughs> so perfect. So yeah, that one I definitely would recommend. Um, okay, so the next one is, so for those of you that don't know, if you if you read the blog, then you already know, but I am partnered with DC and sometimes they contact me with new releases and let me get sneak sneak peeks and share news about up and coming young adult DC graphic novels. And they, the most recent one they sent me is Poison Ivy Thorns by Cody Keplinger. Let's go with it. Um, I have plans to steal this one from you as well the next time I'm in your home. So you can it, it is on my shelf, um, and I have already read it, and my oldest has already read it. He read it two nights ago, I think, and loved it. Um, my youngest will probably read it at some point, but you could definitely steal it anytime. It is an vil- it's a villain origin story about Poison Ivy. Which is, like, and always my jam. Right, I love villains for love one. Villains, and like I love an origin story. Like we both just recently watched Cruella by Disney. Oh. Like that was awesome. So <laughs> like, awesome. <laughs> you know, like we won't get too far into that. That was awesome, and like that's just like the kind of thing we're into. So like, if you liked Cruella by Disney, <laughs> <laughs> you should read Poison Ivy. <laughs> you should. Yes, you should read Poison Ivy Thorns because. It's a villain origin story. And so you get a young Ivy. I don't even remember what her name was. I think it's like Pam. I think it's like she's got a really random name, Pamela or something like that. (laughs) But we meet her and we discover like she's got like a dark family secret 
and um, she starts to she gets like harassed by a boy at school. Um, her mother's missing dead. We don't know. And she's just like kind of struggling with teen life and her home life. And then she meets a girl and there's like a little bit of a romance there. That's like beautiful. And it's just so great because like you see the struggle of the villain, right. And the people around them and like poison Ivy, if you're familiar with her before going into this, um, she's ruthless, right. And cruel. So, you know, at one point, at some points you're like, wow, I can't believe she went there. But then you're like, also, I get why she went there. You know, like girls been through some stuff, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. So like, it's, it's like this, you know, gray character. Um, One thing I really like too about, about DC in general, this book and some others that we've read um, is that you don't have to have prior knowledge before going in just like the Raven and beast boy. Like you don't have to know anything about the teen Titans. Going no, in. they give it to you all. And they give it to you all within the story. And that's the same thing with this one, because I didn't know a lot about poison Ivy, but I knew some from like the original Batman's that I've watched, but I didn't know like a lot about poison Ivy. And now I'm like a fan girl. Yeah. Sold. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm new Poison Ivy just because, series. like, I geeked about superheroes. Like, I've always been a superhero fan, and Poison Ivy was always one that, like, I just don't think she got enough screen time on any TV, movie, show ever. And so I'm excited to read this one. Well, it will not disappoint. I really liked the color palette for this one because it was, like, soft greens again. I guess that's kind of a theme in mine, um, soft greens very earthy plants oriented but then you also had like the the hints of like that red it's kind of a hard shade to describe but like her lip color for the lipstick she's known for and her hair so you have those shades in it too yep it's i can't wait so excited yeah um so the next one is one that we had differing (laughs) opinions on I actually read this one in the library. I didn't even bring it home. I just read the first one right there waiting for my kids while they looked um, for other ones. But it is a a series. I think there's like, I don't know, four, five, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, it's called Paper Girls. And I, well, clearly I think I had heard you talk about it. and then the cover is just these four girls and they're like I all I remember is it being bright pink and I was like oh I don't really love the bright pink but then the girls like smoking a cigarette and I'm like these girls just look so cool oh my god it's so funny like okay a little backstory so this is paper girls by Brian Vaughn this is hilarious. So Katie and I are like, hey, let's do a podcast episode over graphic novels that we love. I'm like, cool. <laughs> and so we're like, we should just come up with a list together and like not really talk about them now. And we'll just record and go through them. So like we were just discussing our list and she's like trying to find, she's like, oh, I read this one at the library, but I didn't actually check it out because I just read it while I was there. And it was just pink. And I instantly jump in my head because I did something very similar, like, I guess a year ago, maybe two years ago, I was at the library and I saw a very pink book. It was like hot pink. It's like, and again, it had the girls on it and I was, I was drawn to it. 
and I did borrow it and took it home with me and read it. So anyways, Katie's telling me this and I'm like, it can't be that book because I didn't really like that one. So I'm like not saying anything, but that's the first one that comes to mind. (laughs) And she's like, I can't find it. I'm just going to give up. And I was like, well, tell me what it was about. And then she starts telling me what it's about. And I was like, oh my God, it's that book. (laughs) (laughs) So all this to say, Amanda and I definitely have different opinions um, uh, more often than not. (laughs) Because I thought this one was actually pretty good. Um, I mean, it wasn't stellar, but I think the illustrations and the, um, it attempts to have like a full thought out plot plot. Just go ahead. Give give your give your spill. No, I thought it was terrible. (laughs) I I, like okay. First off, um, it opens with well, it's set in like the eighties, and so there's a few derogatory words about homosexuals in the book. I agree. Um, it's about these girls that are like doing a paper route on Halloween night. So it's like a ha- set on Halloween night and these girls are doing a paper route and you have like one that's kind of like rebellious and she's got the cigarettes and she's not, you know, her parents are like who knows where. And then you have one of the girls who's like, you know, Miss Goody Two Shoes and follows everything. And this is like her first night doing the paper route. And so she's unsure about things and she starts getting picked on by like the boys or something. And so our, our tough girl with the cigarette shows up and scares the boys away. Right. And she's like, you can join our route so to speak that's how it goes uh-huh. and so you're like okay this is going to be like a you know like a like a a paper root night or whatever these teenagers who think they're grown but they're not grown and whatever it quickly turns to a sci-fi wasn't expecting that i love when books do this <laughs> you they go hard to... left and you're like wait what just happened <laughs> Which that's what happens when you go into a book blind, too. You're just like, whoa, I did not realize that we were going to be dealing with alien invasions on Halloween night. This is like a whole different thing. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, just if you want to try it, try it. It's a illustratedly, I think it's a very nice book. True. It does have good illustrations. I mean, you follow the plot really well, so there was no issues with, like, transitions and all that. It just wasn't the story for me. And afterwards, I was like, WTF did I read? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you you don't really enjoy, like, strange creatures or, like, you know, like, aliens. Like, that ain't really your jam. So, 100% you're gonna be like, Og, aliens? <laughs> me, has in that for me. It's like, oh, I didn't know there was aliens in this book. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it really did feel like a flashback to the 80s. Um, and, oh, yeah, you I felt mean, like you were in a different time. Yeah, you really did. So, I mean, there was that. And I, I think those derogatory words really turned me off, like, from page one. So, like, it's hard for me to get past that. But then I was like, it's set in the 80s. So I was, like, trying to, like, think, like, that's, you know, is what it is. Yeah, I mean, those um, definitely could have been left out. Like, I don't think any of that was necessary for the book. See, I agree. I so, agree. I mean, like, I think if the author could have left all that out and still had the same story and it would have definitely been better, you know. I get you're trying to put in a vibe, but, like, you don't have to do that stuff. 
Well said. Well said. Um, needless to say, so the one that I borrowed from the library was volume one and two, and I committed. I read both volumes. Um, oh, well, I only read one volume, so I don't know if that but, states where I felt with it. I didn't feel the need to go any further. <laughs> I just, like, kind of, like, once I was in it, I had to know what happened next. Um, yeah. But I, I think there's, like, probably, I'm wanting to say this is a large series, like, I want to say there's like six to ten volumes. I could be wrong. I know there's four. I know there's I feel like it's there a lot too. I feel like there could be six or ten. So it definitely kept going um, for those who were really into it. But I was like two and done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel you. I mean, I think I was a one and done. I don't think I'll ever pick it up again. But, you know. Mm, see, this um, is a lot. <laughs> we'll just move on to our all. I, I say this, but that's because nothing to me has ever matched it and I don't know if anything ever will uh, we read it like regularly it's like a every go-to October. like feel good one for me every time I'm feeling like down in the dumps I'm like you know what I'll just thumb through a couple pages of this <laughs> feel better <laughs> mm-hmm. okay it's Which pumpkin is... heads and rainbow rouse the uh, author right yes that's correct pumpkin heads by rainbow Rao. Who's the illustrator for this one? Because this one is probably, I would like read anything this illustrator does. Um, You know what? I don't know, but let me go look because we should know. I'm just going to go to Goodreads while we're talking. Yeah. it. Um, so it's about these kids who work at a, what do we want to call that? Like a how a pumpkin patch. It's a pumpkin patch. <laughs> That's what it's we want to call it. Patch. Yes, <laughs> it's a pumpkin patch. So it's like all fall vibes. It's oh. um, it's illustrated by Faith Erin Hicks. Mm. Well, I think sh- these illustrations top the charts for me. Like, if you're going to start down a graphic novel path, this is the one to start with. This one is so sweet. It's about these two teenage friends, a guy and a girl. And they've worked at this pumpkin patch every season for, like, the past four years. And this is their last year in high school and their last night at the pumpkin patch. And they're going to be going to college and not there anymore for the next season. So it's kind of like a goodbye. And they decide that on their last night, they're going to do all their favorite things together to kind of remember it through. Um, It's so adorable. It's so adorable and like really I'm just you're right the illustrations have got to be one of my favorites like the coloring is beautiful if you look up the cover it has that same color scheme throughout but it's everything that you want in fall it feels like you were visiting a pumpkin patch which has like all kinds of other stuff too not just pumpkins but yeah like, but you, you get know, this other side trucks. of it too where it's like you get it told from like people who are working the pumpkin patch you know like I, I think that it was just so exciting to like people be like you know what I hate that <laughs> I hate this about <laughs> fall <laughs> you know but that's because they deal yes. with the smash to pumpkins guts and stuff <laughs> Yes, you do. So you have like, ugh, yes, it, I'm telling you, I cannot go a year and not read it. Like it is not fall if I have not read pumpkin heads. Yeah, agreed. There's like love, there is heartache, there is happiness, there's like just angst, like you get it all in this book. You do. And it, it touches on that, like that feeling that we all know, which is like the pressure of like senior year ending, right? Like friendships, like what's going to come next? Like 
all of us as adults can like reflect back to like what that time felt like and this book encapsulates that so well yes but like not in a bad way and like a very good way it's like nostalgic yes that's that's a great word (laughs) it's like nostalgic and (sighs) it's adorable it's good for all ages my kids have read it Um, my kid has read it and he's nine yeah it's a classic It's, it's great Anyways, we love graphic novels. We hope that we have now converted all of you into graphic novel lovers. Um, If you come across something you think we should read that we haven't read in a graphic novel, send it our way. Um, And until next time, guys, have a good one. Bye.